Replication protein A binds RNA and promotes R-loop formation, an article by Olga Mazina and Alexander Mazin from Drexel University College of Medicine, Philadelphia, USA, Journal of Biological Chemistry, 2020. Replication protein A, RPA, a major eukaryotic single-strand DNA binding protein, is essential for all metabolic processes that involve single-strand DNA, including DNA replication, repair, and damage signaling. To perform its functions, replication protein A binds single-strand DNA tightly. In contrast, it was presumed that replication protein A binds RNA weakly. However, recent data suggests that replication protein A may play a role in RNA metabolism. RPA stimulates RNA template DNA repair in vitro and associates in vivo with R-ROOPs, the three-stranded structures consisting of an RNA-DNA hybrid and a displaced single-strand DNA strand. R-ROOPs are common in the genomes of pro- and eukaryotes, including humans and may play an important role in transcription coupled homologous recombination and DNA replication restart. However, the mechanism of R-loop formation remains unknown. Here, we investigated the RNA binding properties of human RPA and its possible role in R-loop formation. Using gel retardation and RNA-DNA competition assays, we found that RPA binds RNA with an expectedly high affinity, dissociation constant circa 100 picomol. Furthermore, RPA, by forming a complex with RNA, can promote R-loop formation with homologous double-strand DNA. In a constitution experiment, we showed that human DNA polymerases can utilize RPA-generated R-loops for initiation of DNA synthesis mimicking the process of replication restart in vivo. These results demonstrate that RPA binds RNA with high affinity, supporting the role of this protein in RNA metabolism and suggesting a mechanism of genome maintenance that depends on RPA-mediated DNA replication restarts. Replication protein A, RPA, is a major single-strand DNA binding protein in eukaryotes. It has a highly conserved trimeric protein composed of three subunits, RPA70, RPA32 and RPA14, which all are essential for cell viability. RPA plays a critical role in most, if not all, metabolic processes that involve single-strand DNA including DNA replication, repair, transcription and DNA damage signaling. RPA binding protects single-strand DNA from degradation and unfolds DNA secondary structures. RPA interacts with various proteins helping to coordinate different of cellular processes. Recently, it was found that RPA is closely associated with R-loops in vivo. R-loops are currently known to exist in the genomes of bacteria, yeast and high eukaryotes. In humans, R-loops occur over tens of thousands of genome loci covering up to 5% of the genome. It was suggested that 
R loops may play an important role during DNA repair by initiating transcription coupled homologous recombination in actively transcribed genome regions. It was also proposed that R loops may promote restart of replication forks started at damaged DNA. The role of R loops in priming replication was actually the first biological function proposed for this structure in bacteria. More recently, it was found that in eukaryotes, persistent RNA-DNA hybrids initiate DNA synthesis in ribosomal DNA in a replication origin-independent manner. Being an important regulator of several processes such as transcription, gene expression, DNA replication and DNA repair, R-loops also represent a source of genome instability, if not timely processed or repaired. The mechanism of R-loops formation in vivo remains to be understood. RPA has a strong binding affinity to single-strand DNA, therefore it was thought that RPA association with R-loops is due to its binding to the displaced single-strand DNA strand generated during R-loop formation. Surprisingly, until recently, RPA binding to RNA had not yet been explored. It was presumed that RPA binds to RNA weakly because in early studies the affinity of RPA for both RNA and double-stranded DNA was estimated to be at least three orders of magnitude lower than for single-strand DNA. However, our current data indicate that RPA binds to RNA much more strongly than was previously anticipated. We found that RPA binds RNA with high affinity, dissociation constant circa 100 picomole. Furthermore, we demonstrated RPA has a new capability to form an active complex with RNA, which promotes the formation of bona fide R loops through invasion of RNA into homologous covalently closed duplex DNA. Using RPA-generated R-loops, we reconstituted DNA synthesis in vitro using human DNA polymerases, supporting the role of R-loops in the mechanism of DNA replication restart. Results RNA binds to RNA with high affinity. First, Using electrophoretic mobility shift assay, EMSA, we examined the RPA affinity for RNA. Previously, it was reported that the RPA binding affinity for RNA is approximately the same as for double-strand DNA and circa 1000-fold weaker than for single-strand DNA. Surprisingly, we found that RPA binding to a 48-nucleotide RNA is 300-400 fold stronger than for homologous 48 base pair double-strand DNA and only 30-60 to 60 fold weaker than for a 48-mer single-strand DNA of the identical sequence. The presence of 100 millimolar sodium chloride, the condition that was used in previous studies, had no significant effect on the RPA affinity for RNA we also tested the RPA binding affinity for RNA-DNA hybrids, which appeared to be two times weaker than for double-strand DNA of identical sequence. Then, we examined RPA binding to RNA using competitors. When RNA was used as a competitor against single-strand DNA, we found that 
the RPA affinity for RNA was circa 60-fold weaker than for single-strand DNA of identical sequence. When non-homologous supercoids PHCG299 plasmid double-strand DNA was used as a competitor, the affinities of RPA for RNA and single-strand DNA were circa 533,000-fold respectively stronger for plasmid double-strand DNA. Thus, these results were consistent with the RPA dissociation constant values for RNA and DNA indicated above. Then, we tested the RPA binding to four other 48 nucleotide RNAs of different sequences. For three of them, the RPA binding affinity was strong, and for one of them, it was significantly weaker. Inspection of the RNA structures showed that number 540 has a much stronger propensity to form secondary structures than other tested RNAs. We also tested the RPA binding to homopolymers, polyRA and polyRU. For polyRU, the RPA binding affinity was in the range with other tested RNA molecules of the same size, except for number 540 whereas for poly-RA it was significantly weaker. Moreover, poly-RA appeared to be an extremely weak competitor against single-strand DNA, even weaker than could be expected based on the dissociation constant measurements. Consistent with the reports from the Ward's group, a thousand-fold excess of poly-RA was not sufficient for a two-fold decrease in RPA binding to single-strand DNA. An increase in incubation time up to three hours had no apparent effect on the outcome of poly-RA competition with single-strand DNA for RPA binding. We suggest that this weak competitiveness of poly-RA may be related to the kinetics of RPA binding to this substrate. For instance, RPA-poly-RA complexes may have a significantly shorter lifetime than the RPA single-strand DNA complexes. Overall, these data show that RPA binds RNA with high affinity. They also indicate that RPA binding to RNA is lowered by RNA secondary structures and by poly-RA sequences. RPA promotes R-loop formation in vitro. The finding that RPA binds RNA strongly taken together with the known association of RPA with R-loops in vivo, prompted us to test whether RPA has the R-loop formation activity. Indeed, we found that RPA can promote R-loop formation between a 32-phosphate-labeled 48-mer RNA and homologous supercoiled PUC19 plasmid DNA. In these experiments, the plasmid DNA was prepared by a non-denaturating method to avoid formation of irreversibly denaturated plasmid DNA, a source of a potential artifact due to RNA-DNA annealing. We then tested the authenticity of the RPA-promoted R-loops. In contrast, RNA-DNA hybrids produced by annealing or RNA-protein complexes that can resist deproteinization R-loops similar to D-loops are sensitive to plasmid double-strand DNA cleavage outside the R-loop region with a restriction endonuclease. 
The cleavage causes loss of plasmid double-strand DNA, superhelicity, and R-loops dissociation due to DNA branch migration. We found double-strand DNA linearization with Escherichia coli R1 indeed causes R-loop dissociation, confirming the bona fide nature. As expected, the R-loops were also sensitive to RNA's age, which digests the RNA moiety in the RNA-DNA hybrid. When RNA was replaced with a 48-man single-strand DNA of the identical sequence, the efficiency of the reaction, the loop formation, was reduced significantly, indicating that the RPA activity was specific for R-loop formation. R-loop formation strictly requires homology between RNA and double-strand DNA. No R-loops were formed with non-homologous RNA. Not all tested RNAs were equally proficient in RPA-promoted R-loop formation. This proficiency inversely correlates with the RNA propensity to form secondary structures. It does not generally correlate with the RPA binding affinity for the tested RNAs, as RPA has similarly dissociation constant for number 401 and 3R which differ dramatically in their ability to support R-loop formation. However, by titrating the RPA-RNA complexes with sodium chloride, we found the RPA complex with RNA number 401 is more stable than with RNA number 3R. Thus, the ability of RPA-RNA complexes may contribute to R-loop formation efficiency. The yield of R-loop formation rises with increase of RNA length from 24 to 48 nucleotide. Number R-loops formed with 12 nucleotide RNA consistent with poor RPA binding to short RNAs. The R-loop formation activity shows evolutionary conservation among RPA orthologs. Saccharomyces cerevisiae, RPA, promotes R-loop formation, albeit within circa six-fold reduced efficiency. We also tested an RPA functional homolog from Escherichia coli for R-loop formation activity. No activity was observed in a broad range of Escherichia coli protein concentration under standard R-loop formation conditions. We also tested two other conditions in which Escherichia coli RPA protein showed the strongest annealing activity such as a buffer with pH 5.5 or the presence of 2 millimolar spermidine, pH 7.0. However, at any of the tested conditions, Escherichia coli RPA did not show R-loop formation activity. The optimal RPA concentration for R-loop formation was 1 RPA heterodimer per 15 nucleotides and 30 nucleotides of RNA for human and yeast orthologs, respectively. Human RPA produces R-loops over a broad range of magnesium ions concentration, peaking near 1 millimolar, whereas yeast RPA shows a sharper peak of magnesium dependence with a maximal R-loops yield of 2 millimolar. We also found that RAD52 or RAD51 recombinase, which efficiently promotes D-loop formation, did not promote R-loop formation. Recently, we reported that RAD52 promotes inverse strand exchange between linear double-strand DNA and homologous RNA. 
Here, we tested whether human red 52 can promote a loop formation through the inverse strand exchange mechanism. Red 52 at different concentrations was mixed with supercoiled PUC19 double strand DNA first, followed by the addition of RNA. We found that under these conditions, R loops can be formed, but the yield, even under normal red 52 concentration, was very low. These results indicated red 52 promotes inverse RNA strand exchange in proximity to double strand DNA bricks ends. Thus, R loop formation appeared to be a unique activity of RPA among tested proteins. Reconstitution of DNA replication restart using R loops. Previously, it was suggested by Kagoma that R loops may be used to initiate the restart of DNA replication styled at DNA damage sites. The ability of RPA to form R loop may be especially relevant to these hypotheses because of a strong and well-documented RPA association with DNA replication. Thus, RPA was initially discovered in human cell extracts as a component essential for SV40 DNA replication in vitro. Here, we wanted to test whether human DNA polymerases polydelta, polyalpha and polyepsilon and the translation polymerase polyeta can use R-loops for initiation of DNA replication. Polyeta was shown to promote DNA synthesis from homologous recombination intermediates, D-loops. In our experiments, DNA polymerases were directly added to the R-loops generated by RPA with 32-phosphate level DNA and PUC19 DNA in the presence of 4 DNTP. RNA extension by DNA polymerases was visualized by electrophoresis in generating polyacrylamide gels. We found that polyeta was the most efficient in utilizing R loops for initiation of DNA synthesis, but most of its products were short, less than 83 nucleotides, as could be expected from translation DNA polymerases. Polyalpha and polydelta in the presence of RFC and PCNA were less efficient but generated long DNA products, circa 235 nucleotides. Approximate size of the largest R loop that can form on PUC19 supercoiled double strand DNA, and even more than 1000 nucleotides due to the synthesis driven strand displacements. In contrast, Paul Epsilon could not efficiently use native R loops to indicate DNA synthesis. Even the addition of RFC and PCNA did not stimulate this reaction. To investigate whether the poor ability of Paul Epsilon to use native R loops for DNA extension is intrinsic or is caused by an inhibitory effect of RPA present in the reaction, we deprotonized and purified R loops. In this case, Paul Epsilon and other tested DNA polymerases efficiently extended RNA. However, the reactions were not affected significantly when RPA was added back to purified R loops at a concentration that was sufficient to cover the displaced single-strand DNA strand in R loops at a stoichiometry of one trimer per 15 nucleotide. However, when free RNA or RPA RNA complexes were added to R loops, we found a strong inhibition of Paul epsilon 
Thus, the presence of RPA RNA complexes inhibited the activity of Paul Epsilon reconstitution experiments with non-deproteinized R loops. Paul Epsilon was also sensitive to free single-strand DNA, albeit to a lesser degree. Strong inhibition of Paul Epsilon with RNA was unexpected and requires further investigation. Among other tested polymerases, only Paul Eta showed some mild sensitivity to free single-strand DNA and RNA, and none of them showed significant sensitivity to RPA under tested conditions. Thus, RPA-generated R-loops can be used for initiation of DNA polymerases by human DNA polymerases, polyalpha, pol-eta, pol-delta, and pol-epsilon. Discussion In this study, we identified novel and anticipated activities of RPA at high affinity binding to RNA and formation of R-loops between RNA and homologous supercoil double-strand DNA. We showed that human DNA polymerases alpha, delta, epsilon, and eta can utilize RPA-generated R-loops for initiation of DNA synthesis in vitro, supporting a previously proposed role of R-loops in DNA replication restart. Whereas binding of RPA to RNA was demonstrated in early studies, the RPA binding affinity for RNA was underestimated the affinity of RPA for RNA was measured indirectly using RNA as a non-labeled poly-RA and poly-RIC competitor against labeled single-strand DNA in the filter-binding assay. As we show here, poly-RA is an exceptionally poor competitor against single-strand DNA, not adequately representing RNA with mixed base composition. Poly-RIC readily forms double-stranded structures to which RPA is known to bind poorly. Recently, using fluorescence anisotropy, the dissociation constant values for RPA binding to single-strand DNA and RNA were determined as 4 and 15.2 nanomolar respectively. Based on this data, one could conclude that RPA binds to RNA with only 3 to 4 fold lower affinity than to single strand DNA. However, the RNA and single strand DNA concentrations, 5 nanomolar, in this study were too close to the reported dissociation constant values, especially for single strand DNA, making the accuracy of these measurements problematic. In addition, the length and the structure of these RNA substrate were not reported in the paper. Moreover, in all the experiments, the polyDU sequences were referred to as RNA, making the need for the substrate description even stronger. In contrast, our data show that RPA binds to RNA with high affinity, about 500 fold stronger than two double strand DNA, but still. 30 to 60 fold weaker than to single strand DNA. The high affinity of RPA to RNA in vitro may suggest that RPA binds RNA also in vivo. Recent proteomics studies support this proposal. Thus, RPA has been identified among RNA interacting proteins in mammalian and yeast cells. Bonacios group by protein RNA for the cross-linking and quantitative MS 
identified RPA among the proteins that interact with RNA regardless of its polyadenylation status in the nuclei of most embryonic stem cells. The RNA cross-linked peptide VYYFSK was mapped in the DNA binding domain A of RPA70. Mendel's group identified RPA among the proteins that interact with long non-coding RNA, NORID. In that study, biotinylated RNA fragments of NORID were incubated with human HTT116 wall cell lysates, and the proteins that bind to these fragments were eluted and identified by MS. RPA70, RPA32 and RPA14 subunits were among the proteins that specifically bound NORAD RNA. Parker's group by UV cross-linking proteins to mRNAs identified RPA among the proteins that directly interact with mRNA in vivo. mRNA protein complexes were then purified under denaturating conditions using oligo-DT columns and the RNA-bound proteins were analyzed by LC-MS-MS. SCRFA1 subunit was identified among the mRNA-bound proteins. The biological role of RPA-RNA interactions remains to be understood. RPA may protect RNA from RNases and recruit proteins that are involved in RNA metabolism. A purative role of RPA in mRNA nuclear export was reported. Additional studies are needed to further characterize RPA-RNA interactions in vivo. Even though RNA is abundant in the cells, RPA binding to RNA may not necessarily interfere with its well-established functions in DNA metabolism and require RPA binding to single-strand DNA. It is likely that RPA would transfer from RNA to single-strand DNA generated during DNA replication stress or damage due to its 60-fold higher affinity for single-strand DNA. The dynamic nature of RPA binding was demonstrated for single-strand DNA. RPA can migrate along single-strand DNA axis and transfer from one polynucleotide to another. R-loops formation promoted by RPA is a unique type of strand exchange, as it's initiated by a complex that RPA forms with RNA. In contrast, all other known types of strand exchange, both forward and inverse, are initiated by the combinase DNA complex. For instance, Escherichia-Coli RecA promotes formation of R-loops or RNA-DNA heteroduplexes in inverse RNA strand exchange by assembling an active complex on double-strand DNA, which then engages free RNA. Similarly, RAD52 promotes formation of RNA-DNA heteroduplex in inverse RNA strand exchange by forming an active complex with double-strand DNA. R-loop formation was reported for ICP8 the herpes simplex virus type 1 single-strand DNA binding protein However, this reaction occurred only with the alkali denaturated form of plasmid double-strand DNA through the annealing mechanism. 
Thus, RPA appeared to be the first known protein that promotes formation of bona fide R loops by forming an active complex with RNA and by promoting invasion of RNA into a covalently closed duplex DNA. Although the mechanism of R loop formation by RPA remains to be investigated, several assumptions can be made. During the initial step of R loop formation, RPA acts in a complex with RNA due to its 500-fold higher affinity for RNA compared with the plasmid double strand DNA. However, the optimal amount of RPA required for R loops formation corresponds to its stoichiometric coverage of RNA, but not double strand DNA. Next, RPA-RNA complex needs to engage double strand DNA in the homology search process. The RPA trimer has at least four DNA binding remains, which could potentially provide binding space to both RNA and double-strand DNA, juxtaposing them for RNA-DNA pairing. Binding of double-strand DNA by the RPA-RNA complex should be necessary weak to allow multiple association-dissociation steps during the homology probing. After homology is found, initial R loops are formed. RPA may not remain bound to the newly formed RNA DNA heteroduplex, but be transferred to the displaced single strand DNA strand, to which it has much higher affinity. This RPA binding to the displaced single strand DNA strand may help to stabilize and further expand the R loop. A relatively weaker RPA binding to RNA compared with single-strand DNA may favor its R-loop formation activity as opposed to D-loop formation. Because of a strong binding to RPA, single-strand DNA may occupy all available binding space, preventing double-strand DNA binding that is needed for formation of D-loops. It is highly plausible that R-loop formation by RPA is not the only mechanism that exists in the cell. Because we did not find such activity in ESSSB, we assumed that Escherichia coli may use other mechanisms that remain to be identified. RECA mediated inverse RNA strand exchange for R loop formation was previously proposed to be one of these mechanisms. We also cannot exclude the possibility that some auxiliary proteins are required for stimulation of Escherichia coli RPA R-loop formation activity. Recent data indicate that R-loops are a common structure in genomes of humans and other species. The biological role of R-loops is currently under intense investigation. It was found that R-loops are essential for repair of DNA double-stranded bricks inactively transcribed genome regions through transcription-coupled homologous recombination or non-homologous enjoining. It was proposed by Kogoma that R-loops may serve as a primer to restart DNA replication stealth at DNA lesions. R-loops formation activity of RPA may be especially relevant to replication restart because of a strong RPA association with DNA replication. RPA32 subunit was directly UV cross-linked with the RNA strand of the nascent RNA-DNA primer during SV40 replication in nuclei of monkey CV1 cells. 
it was demonstrated the RPA interacts with pole alpha RFC and pole delta. RPA stabilizes a complex between short RNA primer and pole alpha and then coordinates loading of RFC, PCNA and pole delta to initiate DNA synthesis. We found that all tested human DNA polymerases, pole alpha, pole delta, pole epsilon and pole eta, can utilize RPA-generated R-loops for initiation of DNA synthesis in vitro. These in vitro reconstitution experiments further support Kogoma's hypothesis and suggest the mechanism of genome maintenance that depends on RPA and RNA. Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestion, review article you would like to listen to, follow me on Twitter, PubReading, or send me an email info.pub.reading at gmail.com. Let's connect.